listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org and iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm your host, Matt Weinstein. A full house for the first time in a real, real long time, but we're going to make it work. To my right, it's Andrew Servideo. We'll get to him in a bit. Across the table, we got the big homie, Mark Sanger. To my left, the modern-day Klimaraja, Chris Klimazuski. Guys, a huge show today. 2018, what a year. Yeah, Great really year. excited about this one. Great year. Great so it's year. It's always a good time here when it's uh, the year, yearly wrap-up. Yeah, yearly wrap-up, a big show, a highly anticipated show. That is why Andrew Servideo was in the chair to my right. It's a, it's a big show for Lesnar. <laughs> That's what it is. Un- he's getting paid good today. Unbelievable. He used to deny the claim. Now he's owning it. No, I'm I love owning it. it, dude. Great heel. I love it. Great heel. We've got to do something about this. Anyway, <laughs> so we have plenty of awards to give out. 2018 year in review, 2019 predictions. But first, two big storylines, both of them this past SmackDown Live we have to talk about. First off, we have a new United States champion, Handsome Rusev, won it on Rusev Day. Yeah, I kind of ruined that for everyone in the chat. I thought everyone would see that. You yo, know. I was so mad at you. Clem <laughs> literally, like, the week before it happened, he's like, yo, it's taped, right? And I was like, yeah. It's like, and me and Matt were talking, was, yeah, it's taped, right? And then Clem in the group chat just goes, yo, Rusev won the U.S. title. I was like, come on. I figured, you know, you'd be, you had to be on the forums That's and everything the one like that. Thing. That's the one thing I didn't want to get spoiled. I, I, I knew about it, too. I just didn't. I kept it. Oh. You know, I texted my friend that the come same. On. I texted my friend the same thing. And he was like, yeah, I already knew that, but don't ever do that again <laughs> and here's here was my issue with it i knew as well but you came like if you're gonna give a hot spoiler like that you gotta go I'll in get, there and listen, say guys the warning spoiler 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 and then go you wrote in the same message <laughs> you wrote hey guys spoiler rusev wins <laughs> yeah you you handled it real poorly. I have to say. See, like I love NXT spoilers because like I don't really I don't need to watch NXT and sometimes it's, you know, four or five weeks in advance yeah yeah, yeah. see but like smackdown is like my show, you know. I love SmackDown. Gotta love it. Team Blue. Team Blue. We bleed blue on the phenomenal. We bleed forum. blue on the phenomenal forum. The house that AJ Styles uh, recommended, uh, and I just get spoiled that Rusev wins the U.S. Championship. Come on, Clem. I know, bad guy. I'm sorry. This is why your uncle hates me. I think Clem's yeah, a bigger heel than me. All right, let's not get carried away. Anyway, <laughs> so Rusev, the uni- the new United States champion, a very good match with Nakamura, one of the best Nakamura matches we've seen in a while on the main roster. I think it was his best main roster uh, match. It was definitely up there. He let him do something. Right? Yeah, it was I just sad to say, too, you know, because he's been on the roster for a while and hasn't really got any burn. I think it might be a, a solid look for him to drop the title, maybe a fresh restart for him. Calendar year is turning over. Something new may, yeah. might be on the horizon for Nakamura. You think maybe he needs a change? Maybe send him over to Raw in the shakeup or something like that would do him well? Maybe. It wouldn't Either hurt him. Either that or just like turn him face and have him fight whoever's fight uh, for the WWE Championship. Probably Daniel Bryan because he's heel. He had the U.S. belt for months, like so he was relevant on that front, but no one really cared. He wasn't really, he wasn't he really wasn't defending it. He, ha- he didn't have any matches. Exactly. Every when week, was the last time he defended Exactly. It? Yeah. Every week we came on and said, so uh, when's the last time he defended it? We're like, oh, you know, whatever show whatever. was not Saudi Arabia. Care, yeah. yeah. It wasn't great. It was no. really a, a not, not a great title. And he held it, what, throughout the summer? I think he won it. Was, it. it was a long time. He won it at SummerSlam, maybe. Maybe before that. He beat Jeff Hardy? Yeah. Yeah, he won it July, August. He, it's December. He did nothing. Uh, obviously, we're really happy Rusev's a champion. We all love him. 
it's kind of a weird time, I think. I think they really had like, a lot of like good stuff going on with Rusev Day, and it kind of maybe like died out a little bit. But I'm sure it'll pick back up. Yeah, for sure. And like the promos he's been cutting backstage too have been like some of his best promo work he's done. Mm-hmm. And a lot of finally them, give him like mic time. And a lot of them have been online only. They haven't even yeah. been on TV. If you go watch those online, you'll find some of the best promo work from anybody. Mm-hmm. They really give like give those guys a lot of creative freedom. On those, you know, WWE Now or the, um, the interviews, the straight to WWE.com, those are some of the best work in the company. Yeah, I mean, even though, even, like you said, off the promos that they do backstage, he's great. He's hilarious. I love Rusev. If you ever watch him on Total Divas, he's funny as all heck. I don't I don't <laughs> watch Total Divas, but I, I, I do agree Rusev is funny. I, I don't watch Total Divas. I just really just go on YouTube and watch, like, Rusev, like, funny stuff. and it's just You're really taking yourself a hole, but you watch Total Divas, it's fine, Clem. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We so, understand. <laughs> so anyway, one more big, big SmackDown storyline here. AJ Styles and Mr. McMahon have some words with each other, and AJ laid out Vince and Kennedy McMahon. What do you guys think about this one? I really have no idea where this is going. Like, I, I was trying to think about it in my head. Like, where can we take this from here? But I love that AJ dropped the belt, and he's still going to be very relevant. Like, he's starting up a feud right now with Vince. He's not going to get yeah. He's still the guy. He's not going to get lost There's, in the shuffle or anything. He's yeah, still AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah. There's multiple possibilities that I've come up with as to what they were doing. Go for it. Let's hear it. One. Vince is going to push this man to the moon, okay? He, Ro- Roman's gone. AJ is the top guy. He's well, like, I'm going to put all my money on AJ. Oh, well, yeah. Vince isn't getting out of bed and, and taking a hit from anybody who he doesn't see money. The in. last time we saw him get hit was like Kevin Owens. It was Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yep. So there's number one. Number two, this could lead to him winning the Rumble. And we see a rematch with AJ. And we see and a rematch. Or we do we switch him over to Raw because Raw's lacking in star power and we have him fight Lesnar. Number okay. three, this sets up possibly AJ versus Triple H with the whole McMahon thing. That's the one I, I've heard a little bit about. And if Triple H is healthy, that's the question you have yeah, to see. But that's, that's I the, think that's a big one. Yeah. That, that's a big spot for AJ Styles yeah. if he can get it. Yeah. Because we've seen AJ's wrestled in, what, two manias now? This will be his third? This will be his third, yep. And, no, three manias. He wrestled Jericho. He wrestled Jericho, Shane. Shane. So this will be his yeah, and then he wrestled Nakamura this year. So yeah, this, this, yeah. Will be his, this will be his That's fourth crazy. WrestleMania. His first two were kind of you know spotlight matches against Jericho against Shane, and then this past mania he came in with the title. So of the three, you know, two of them we've seen, you know, not title matches. He doesn't have to be in the main event. It's just you know spotlight matches that have been the best on the card those specific years. Yeah. Someone like a Triple H. To go up against AJ Styles, I'm all for that. I'm for it too. Yeah, as, as long, long as he's healthy. It, yeah, as long as he's healthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the, that's the big thing, and I don't think this is a heel turn, which a lot of people no. are saying. Oh, AJ, Everybody, no. AJ, AJ, I don't think so. I, I think this is just you know we're seeing that ruthless side of AJ Styles. Give him some more, you know, let that character develop a little yeah. bit. Like yeah, AJ Styles without the title, who is he? So I'm confused here because, like, I texted you guys. I remember reading all the reports that uh, he dropped the belt to Daniel Bryan because he wanted time off. He wanted to be with his kids more. He wanted less less dates. He wanted to do less live events. And now he's starting this big program, which he might potentially be going to the Rumble, like winning the Rumble. Like, like a big a big story is ensuing here. But it's, like, kind of conflicting reports then. It's weird. It's definitely – but I'm all for it. Wherever yeah. AJ goes, I'm going to follow. Yeah. That's yep. For sure. That's not a problem. So yeah. before we get into, you know, our year in review, anything else from this past week that you guys think we should touch on? Uh, yeah, I'll say it. Uh, NXT happened this week. You had the main event to see who would be the number one contender for to see who fights uh, Shayna Baszler. And Bianca Blair ends up winning, and I think that's going to be one great match when it happens at uh, Phoenix. NXT, uh, at TakeOver, TakeOver Phoenix. Phoenix. The interesting thing to see there is that you have two heels. 
Do you think we're going to see – I think it's very possible we get a Bianca Belair face turn. Like, she's money. She's real good. She oh, probably, she'll she definitely like turn face. I don't yeah. think – there's no way they turn Shane Baszler face. Especially but. if – right, especially if Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir are going to get involved three on one. That's easy baby face there for Bianca Belair. I think it'll be a real good match at the end of January. But I think we're just about ready to get into the 2018. You guys ready for this? Let's do it. 2019, excuse me. No, well, well, no. Get into uh, yeah, right. number, <laughs> numbers are hard. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna get right into it. Our our first category. We have the feud of the year. We have to preface it. None of our everybody has their own answers. None of them. None of us have seen anybody's. We might we might agree. We might disagree. We have no idea. You're finding out just as we are. Feud of the year. Who wants to go first? I'll go. All right. All right. I have. I mean, I think this is pretty obvious. I think everyone here might have the same thing. It's uh, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. Raise your hand if you agree. We're on the radio, but everybody but Mark is wow, raising their Mark. hand. All right. Wow. You see, I went, one, I went one feud. You guys kind of went a couple of them in there. I went one. I wrote the one, too, and that was my guy. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, John, yeah, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa is, is my e- was my easy number one. This was building since May of 2017 when Ciampa turned on him. He tore his ACL. We didn't get that immediate payoff. Ten months later, they have their first match at TakeOver New Orleans, five stars. They have another match at Chicago. They wrestle again in Brooklyn. And now, you know, they're getting back to, they might be getting back together. Ciampa's NXT champion, DIY, maybe be reforming. Not only was this the feud of the year, it's not over yet. It's definitely not over. I mean, and like you said, if DIY comes back, that could be a whole different story, too, and see where they go from there. So, Mark, you, you had one, a I'm different ready. one. What do you got? My feud of the year was Becky and Charlotte. I thought Becky and Charlotte had the best feud. I, uh, when Becky, like, the whole thing was around Becky kind of being in Charlotte's shadow throughout her whole career. It was like, oh, you're always the side. And it, it was true up to this point, up to this year, when she kind of she turned heel, quote, unquote, and she beat up Charlotte. And then it kind of just went all off from there. And then uh, she started getting cheered, obviously. She wasn't supposed to be. And then. The company was like, oh, I don't know what's going on. They, they started putting in booze in the promos and stuff. It didn't make sense. And then they finally just admitted it, like, you know what? We're wrong. She's the face here. And then when they eventually turned Charlotte kind of like tweener, a little heelish, it got really good for me. I thought it was a really good feud. The way that, that was my second feud. I had okay. that number two. The way that feud started with, well, not started, really picked up with them trying to turn Becky heel. I was in the crowd the day after the SmackDown after SummerSlam. When she came out and tried to turn on the crowd, it was ridiculous. Nobody yeah. bought into it. She's, uh, I think the exact promo, it was, you know, you guys are cheering for me now, but where have you been my whole career? And I'm just like, wait a minute. They've always been, been behind her. Yeah. <laughs> forever. Like, yep. you can obviously tell that wasn't something she was looking to say. They were trying to force it down our throats. But once they flipped that switch, it was kind of really both of them as tweeners. And I think it really picked up when Becky got hurt. And, and Charlotte had to replace her in Wrestle Run. I think that's where it picked up, and it may have even been a blessing in disguise. Yeah, because that's when Charlotte had a character change, too, and it went from, like, the nice little, like, good girl, whatever she was playing, to kind of a similar Becky character. Not, yeah. to, not to the same extent, but, like, the way she acted, her mannerisms, so. So, yeah, I, I think that was a solid pick. I had that right behind Gargano and Ciampa. I did have one more. It was in the running, but we really haven't gotten the payoff. It's not what it was cracked up to be. We could be getting it down the line. I have Miz versus Daniel Bryan. Hmm. I thought about doing that. I think Miz Daniel Bryan was very hot during the summer, you know, the first part of the fall. 
we didn't really get the big payoff at, I guess it was the Australia show. Daniel Bryan rolled him up. Yeah. It was like a, a minute. Yeah, fly, yeah. And that's the last we've seen. Maybe we see a WWE title match with The Miz, Daniel Bryan. Maybe The Miz wins the Rumble. We've been saying possibly could happen. I don't know. But this one's not over. And for me, it just didn't have not even the longevity, just the impact yeah. to take over take that top spot over a Becky Charlotte or a Johnny Gargano Tommaso See, Ciampa. I, I didn't even have those two on my list. I had my second one was AJ Styles Samoa Joe. I thought that was a very good feud. I know AJ Styles dominated the whole year no matter who he wrestled. But the matches they put on were very good. And even the promos that Joe put on too against Wendy. Like, yeah, oh Wendy. Like it was very, very good content, very good wrestling. And I thought that was a very, very good feud. And they both have so, history too as well on the indie circuit. That's a good pick. Like Solid that. pick. That's Solid a, pick. That was my two. That. That's good. Anybody else have one that we didn't talk about? No, nah, that was the, the only one I put was Gargano and Ciampa. Yeah. That, that was literally like the best feud. Yeah, you know, a little bit of a spoiler. This isn't the last time you're going to hear me say Johnny Gargano or Tommaso Ciampa's <laughs> name the rest yeah. of this hour. So don't worry. Uh, same for me with Becky. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. So moving on. Outside of the ring story of the year, I have two really good ones. One of them that almost got forgotten about because it was really the first half of the year but my first that's my second one my first one the outside of the ring story of the year i have all in cody rhodes kenny omega and the young bucks putting on that super indie show in late august honestly the the professional wrestling show of the year and whatever company really got a lot of eyes a strong statement it put a lot of eyes on the indie wrestling scene, what's going on outside of WWE, and now for those four guys to be potentially putting together their own promotion, All Elite Wrestling, the future is very, very bright for those four guys and professional wrestling as a whole. Yeah, and the biggest thing with All In, too, is everyone said, like, that can never happen. You can never do what Cody and the Young Bucks did and put this together. Dave Meltzer said, no shot, you can sell out. It was 10000 I think. They did it easily. They, didn't... they sold out in 29 minutes. minutes. Yeah. So I think that was a huge step forward for independent wrestling. Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, I didn't have this on my... Of the two I picked, but that was a great story to have all in. And, and now they, like you said, Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes are doing their all. They're all elite wrestling now, and that's going to be an amazing fire. Everything, it's going to be. I can't wait for it to start. Actually, start up. That's for sure. It gives an easy pick for me. What else you guys got? I have uh, Roman announcing that he has to drop the Universal Championship uh, because he has leukemia. Because when I tuned yeah. in, uh, I had tuned in late to Raw, like five minutes late. And all of a sudden, I see Roman like in just normal gear, and he like starts talking about all this stuff. And I'm just, I, it was like the biggest shocker to me, and yeah. I think for many wrestling fans uh, to see that go down, and it, it was like really, really sad. And I think the biggest takeaways love him or hate love him or hate him. Excuse me. You realize the impact he has on a Monday Night Raw. The past you know month, two yeah. months, we've been coming on here, belly aching. <laughs> Raw's terrible. Raw's bad. They don't do this. They don't do this. When Roman was on the show, when he was in every other segment, you may not have liked it, but you enjoyed Raw. That's so true. It was more bearable, for sure. You don't don't realize what you have until it's gone. A huge loss. It's a noticeable loss to not have Roman on the show every week. And, you know, I hope to see him back. Well, the Universal Championship every week, I think. Well, that doesn't doesn't help. Yeah. I think that's more of the the issue. I, I disagree. You think Roman gone is more. Yeah, whether he's in, whether he's in the title picture or not, I think Roman got. Yeah, well, I, think, I, think, I think it's Roman won the title too. Right, but I think that Roman being like Brock having the title and not being on the show, 
But if Roman was there, we could still have some great matches with Roman and Finn and Drew McIntyre and Elias and whoever. The show, the show is centered around Roman for that's what I'm saying. You're centered around Roman exactly. too, yeah. 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 And now it it's a really tough spot for the WWE. Where do you go from there? They're finally you know starting to pick up the pieces a little bit. Really quickly, did you see the report that uh, the initial plans for WrestleMania was Dean coming back, winning the Rumble, and challenging and Roman? And he was going to turn on Roman Reigns instead of Seth Rollins. I that did would, hear that. That would have been really cool. That would have been really cool. It I probably would, wouldn't have fell flat as Dean's heel turn in the past couple weeks. Yeah, but yeah. yeah that's what a blow. It but, um, Clem, what do you have? You got anything else? I had uh, the WWE cutting the deal with Fox. Okay. I okay. thought, thought that was a huge story. I mean, look, you have WWE on uh, – USA Network. I'm not saying USA Network's not a bad network, but it's not a main network, not something everyone tunes into. You put it on Fox, and it's like, whoa. You're going to have a whole different viewership now. You're going to have a, a lot more people going to view SmackDown because it's on Channel 5. It's on Fox. It's in the, the main, uh, the, one of the main stations around the United States. Not only that, you had reports coming out, too, that uh, Fox wants Ronda Rousey to come to SmackDown because she's such a big superstar, and they want that big superstar factor to come in to even get more viewers on that. I think this is going to be a huge thing for the WWE as a whole. So fo- SmackDown is debuting on Fox, I believe it's this October, yeah. this fall, sometime October, in, November. Sometime in that era, yeah. It's going to be very, very interesting to see how all of the dominoes fall to get SmackDown Live ready for that nationally televised push that's huge mm-hmm. and definitely is gonna happen for a while right it's not until uh, october october of next year yeah that that's a big one mark how about you you got anything different i do have one more i had the roman reigns le- leukemia announcement also i got one more which it mind it's absolutely crazy the way this happened i have the fall of the hottest tag team going i have the fall of enzo amore and big Cass. oh my gosh those yeah, two yeah, guys were white hot for years, they didn't win the titles down in NXT. They didn't win them on Raw, and you know they split up last year. But they were both they both got fired this year. Enzo in January after picking up that cruiserweight title, Cass getting fired after you know a bunch of backstage altercations and just tough tough booking for him in that Daniel Bryan situation. But now the two Enzo's out of wrestling. He was that in front of MSG the other day taking pictures with fans. Cass, you know, he's trying to continue. He's get he's booking in some indie shows, but the fact that they let those two guys fall from where they were, that you know, Enzo was main eventing Raw as the cruiserweight champion. Those two guys came out with cut microphones and cut a promo, yeah, with just the crowd chanting with them. That really is crazy to think about because there there was so much money and time invested in those two. And what were they up? Two, just, two, two years? and they're two, just... just about two years. And the snap of a finger, it was all gone. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. I loved Enzo Moria and Big Cass. They were my favorite tag team. I really wish they did win the tag titles, but they never got the chance to. Then they split up because Big Cass got hurt. So Enzo had to do his own thing for a little bit. Go went down to the cruiserweights. Then Big Cass comes back, turns heel, and then it was just downhill from there. I think they were, um, you know, we talk about, like, Raw SmackDown not having, like, these big characteristics of – just like having a strong character, and they were two of the biggest characters on both shows in the entire company. In the entire company, yeah. you know, they, we always talk about like, oh, The Rock and, and Austin, and all that stuff. Like, they were like some of the biggest characters in all of WWE. These guys were some of the biggest characters in all of WWE for this time being, and that they were there. 
And it was messy, too, how it all ended. Like, yeah. obviously, the ends of stuff now, we saw at Survivor Series, he stood up and tried to, like, make a whole big scene. Like you said, at Madison Square Garden, he showed up to try to sign autographs. He's trying to, like, mooch off them a little bit, get, like, this more fame for, like, his I mean, music his rap music albums, career now. Yeah. Obviously, there was weird stuff with Cass. They said he was drunk all the time. He had, like, an altercation with Carmella, and they used to date. He, like, pulled her, and the Usos had to get involved. So was, they're probably both blacklisted. I can't see either of them coming hey, I, back. Neither can I. It's an absolute shame. So we're going to move on to a couple more categories, but... It, in just a minute. First, we're going to step aside for a quick break. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on mywcwp.org. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum here on mywcwp.org. Matt Weinstein, Andrew Servideo, the big homie Mark Sanger, the modern day Clem Marasha. Chris Klimazewski here with you. 2018 year in review. We're going to keep that ball rolling. Tag team of the year. Chris, you want to start it off? You know what? I think if I if I know you guys as well as I do, I know who you guys are going to pick, and I'm going to go different from that. I'm going to stay with the main roster. I'm going to go with Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Really? Really? Tag they, team of the year. Tag team of the year. Tag take. team of the year or they, tag team of four months? That's a hot take right there. <laughs> they, it, it is hot take. It is. But they were very... Very, very good. They held the belts for a while. They beat. They dominated the tag division on Raw. I mean, it's not. That's not saying much, but <laughs> they did. They had. They went on a very good streak of winning, and then then Bray unfortunately got injured. Matt's doing his like retired thing. We don't actually know what that. What the well, heck Matt he's doing. got hurt. Bray kind of just. I thought Bray yeah, got hurt. No, they both got hurt. Bray, since he's ready to come back, he hasn't yet. We'll see what happens. And look, I agree with you. I think they had a solid year, but they weren't around for long enough. Yeah, but the but the the for the time they were around, it was very very good. I'll put them in that upper echelon. I mean, look, I have two others on here too as well. I'm not gonna say the the other one, the undisputed era, basically. The yeah, yeah I'm not gonna say it because that's that's too obvious. That's way too obvious. But here's the thing: when I was looking down the tag team, obviously you have the New Day, the Usos, and the Bar over on SmackDown Live. And yeah, they all had some great matches, and in years past, you would say, yeah, that's pretty much who we're picking from. But Top to bottom, neither none of those three teams really did anything extraordinary yeah. this year. I have to disagree with that. I went with the Usos. Yeah, I, I, also, I also disagree with that. I, can't even, I don't even think you could say the Usos they didn't even win the tag belts this year. You can argue twenty seventeen was obviously maybe their breakout year, but I just feel like twenty eighteen every they never disappointed ever. Every match was great. Every on the mic promo was great. They were they were must watch television. They went from. The goofy guys with face paint, they're like, oh, they're a fun five minutes to a legitimate top tag team in the world. Look, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I just I feel like from the strides all three of those teams took in 2017 to come back on 2018, yeah, they put on great work, but it's what we expect from them at this point. All right. But the Undisputed uh, Era, I think the Undisputed Era took a huge leap. They've been running through NXT. You know, you know, the tag team is Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. You could throw the return of Bobby Fish in there, Adam Cole, whoever it is. I think as the unit, those four guys are absolutely untouchable down in NXT. I agree um, with that statement. But with uh, so I had the bar as my top pick. They were the most dominant tag team in, on the main roster this year. Yeah. For sure. They won how many titles this year? Three. Three, three or four. They held three this year. They held the Raw titles at the beginning of the year. Then they got sh- they got moved over to SmackDown, SmackDown titles, obviously. Yeah. So they were definitely the most dominant on the main roster, and I think they're like one of the best tag teams in WWE currently. Just the, the chemistry alone and, and the, the fact that Cesaro is like that tag team specialist now, 
it just makes it all better. Like every time I, uh, they're on TV, I'm just like, oh, I have to tune in because this is always fighting. Oh, that's fair. I think Matt, what you said is that we expect that from that. I think, that, I think that's with the New Day more than anyone. Like New we're Day kinda, too. Yeah. We're kind of all. Like, we're not even talking about the New Day, but they're great. But we we expect that at this point. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, it's the New Day. Like we know we know what they're doing. What I do think is that years down the line. We're going to be looking back and saying, hey, do you guys remember when the New Day and the Bar and the Usos were back and forth? Running and it. They were sharing the tag titles. They were yeah. running the tag division. I think they can, They could, if if this continues, they could go down as three of the best tag teams of this, of, you know, I don't want to say all time, but of, you know, I would this, say all this, time. this 10, 20 years, the decade at the very least, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on now to breakout star of the year. I'll, I have two. I'll start it off. My one obvious one. It's more recent than others. I have Mustafa Ali. Okay. An incredible year for Mustafa Ali. Forget the fact that he got called up to SmackDown Live. He pinned the WWE champion in a tag team match last week. If you watch Mustafa Ali's 205 Live resume this year, he had some incredible matches. His feud with Cedric Alexander, his no DQ matches with Buddy Murphy. He went on and on and delivered every single time he stepped in those ropes. And for now, to him being in the ring with guys like CN, Daniel Bryan, and AJ Styles, the sky's the limit for Mustafa Ali. This is just a taste. He's great, but do you have a problem that he never won the NXT, uh, the Cruiserweight title the whole time he was there? I don't think so, because no. the whole time he was being billed at, you know, originally. Him and Cedric, it was the heart of 205 Live taking on the soul of 205 Live. Sooner, Soon after that, they kind of dropped that whole thing with Cedric, and they, Mustafa Ali was the heart and soul of 205 Live. I don't think it mattered that he never won that title. Yeah. Because he won, he was always in the picture, and if he was on TV, it was the main event. It was must-see television. Right. It was. but uh, So I have Buddy Murphy as my number two. My number one. It's Becky Lynch. Yes. Okay. She, she is the breakout star of the year. I don't see how she cannot be. She cannot to be, honest. be contested with that with that statement. Maybe if Mustafa Ali had a little more time. I just feel like the last, obviously he's doing great stuff on 205 Live, but SmackDown, they put a lot of time into him recently. I think if that was a little more, maybe a couple more months, he could contest her. But right now, I just feel like it's Becky, no question. I have Carmella. Carmella. <laughs> really? Carmella, look, if you really think about it, look how stacked that women's division is on SmackDown. You have Asuka, Becky, Charlotte, even Naomi, two-time champion. And then Carmella. I know she had the money in the bank, but she won the money in the bank twice, technically. Um, That's true. Then then cashes, <laughs> that, then cashes in on Charlotte, beats Charlotte once, beats Asuka twice. I know it's you had James out, but still beats Asuka. And she held the title for a while. Then she drops it to uh, Charlotte again in that triple threat match with Becky. Then she goes out and wins the Mixed Max Challenge with R-Truth. So now she's the 30th entry in the Royal Rumble. I think the biggest thing here is that <laughs> she's credible. Yes. And that's the biggest thing. So I'm not really... She's credible? She's doing dance battles with R-Truth. I th- she, she's credible. She's a former Her champion. resume. She has a good resume. Her, yeah. She hasn't done she's anything in <laughs> weeks, However, she's however, been dancing on TV. But, but that's she, one of the most over things that's going on, the but dance break. It, uh, but in her position... I could legitimately, so right now Asuka's the champion. I could legitimately see a case for absolutely some, not. Not, absolutely. Not, <laughs> absolutely not, not as currently built, but if they you know book themselves into Carmella being the number one contender, it's, pl- it's reasonable. I mean, no. her, her resume says it. Two-time Money in the Bank winner. Women's champion, mixed max challenge we, look, winner. We, we get all the numbers. I'm not going to go as far to say I think she's breakout star of the year, but 
like I said, she's credible. I could see a path for her to be a number one contender and a credible challenger to whoever the champion may be. And she's good on the mic, too. I, I love Carmella. I just think... A problem right now with her is it's not not her fault. It's by circumstance. She has the stuff with James Ellsworth, the ties to him. He helped her win the brief. He obviously went up and got the briefcase and gave it to her. They, not the second time. They fixed it on SmackDown. <laughs> but um, and then he he came back and helped her beat Oscar. And now it's like they don't want to talk about that. WWE does not want to. Obviously, yeah, James Ellsworth sure. is in some trouble doing some other stuff. They don't want to bring him up anymore. So yeah. that can hurt Carmella. But obviously, she she did have a good year. I just don't know if she's breakout star. I either. definitely don't. <laughs> so agree you with said, that. Drew, you said Buddy Murphy was your second. Who's your first? I just said Becky Lynch. Becky. Oh, you said Becky. That's right. I forgot. My I, third. He my, said Carmella, and then I forgot everything. My third else. was Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. I had an interesting one at two. Is Drew McIntyre? We've seen Drew McIntyre in the WWE years ago. He came back, won the NXT title last year. But the minute he got called up the day after Mania, he was an absolute monster. He's a unit, dude. Yeah. He's, he's really the only guy on the main roster that you could legitimately say, put him in the ring with Braun Strowman, put him in the ring with Brock Lesnar, and we'll see what happens. This I could, I could believe this. Mm-hmm. And I think 2019 is a huge, huge year for Drew McIntyre coming up. So we'll move it back on now. The main roster show of the year. For me, <laughs> this is tough. This is so tough. This was tough. For me, I had to look all the way back. I picked the Royal Rumble. <sighs> the, yeah, that's smart. Two that's a great move. Royal Rumbles, Nakamura and Asuka winning those Rumbles. AJ, Sammy, and KO had a fun little, I guess it, it was a handicap match. It wasn't a triple threat. And uh, Ronda Rousey debuts. I, I thought top to bottom, it was a real good show. I picked the Rumble also. Um, a lot of the times the Royal Rumble, we kind of leave unhappy. It's like, oh, we did not want that person to win. Now it kind of messes up WrestleMania. We were very happy with both Asuka and Shinsuke, obviously. And um, I didn't like how Ronda like, debuted there and kind of stole the moment from Asuka. I didn't love that. But I just thought it was such a good card. Another great uh, match on this card that I'd forgotten even happened, but I looked it up the other day. The Usos versus Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable. Remember yeah. when they were a oh team? Oh, my gosh, yeah. That was so fun. Yeah. American it's Alpha. It's a two out of three falls match, yep. if, I, if I remember. Yeah. A, a great show. Right at, Clem, how about you? What do you think? Oh, I have – well, none of you guys said these yet. And I thought, you know, you saw the past couple of months, two, uh, TLC was, I thought, was a phenomenal pay-per-view. And, Drew, you even said it we, when we were talking casually. That might be one of the best shows of the year. Yeah, I said – I also put TLC. Yeah, I, put, I have TLC. I'll probably put TLC as my number one. Other ones I have on here, Evolution. I, I had Evolution 2 and TLC 3. Yeah. Yeah, I have Evolution, SummerSlam, and Hell in a Cell. I thought Hell in a Cell was – I thought all of, all of them were just phenomenal. SummerSlam, right. you, had, you had Roman win the belt and Ronda win the belt as well, too. So I thought these were these were all four at, at my number one at least. TLC was awesome because of the the main event too. Yeah, with um, Becky, was Becky and Charlotte, Be- yeah, and Oscar, Becky, yeah. Charlotte, and Oscar. Oscar. What was yeah. your number one, Andrew? That was you, number, said, you said TLC. TLC. My number two was Aurora Rumble. My number three was Evolution. And now it'll be interesting. I wanted to se- I wanted to separate it main roster show of the year and now NXT Takeover of the year. There were there were five. I had maybe a little biased. I was in the crowd, but NXT Takeover Brooklyn. Four. My, my number yeah. one. Brooklyn four, number one. That was my number two. Followed very, so very closely by New Orleans. Uh, yeah. I have New Orleans as my first one. Uh, if you guys would take New Orleans. I'll take Chicago. Do I you like Chicago? Chicago was good. I mean, I didn't see – I wish I saw Philadelphia. I wish I, I wish I watched that one. I didn't start watching until uh, New Orleans NXT. So, but I thought Chicago was very good. Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano put on a great match in that one. I really liked Chicago. And that just goes to see how strong NXT is. Of the five, I said that was number five. 
Yeah, really? I, yeah, I, I had, mean, it's tough though because they were all good. Brooklyn you know? at one, New Orleans at two, War Games at three, War Philadelphia at four. You had those two great matches: Gargano versus Almas. You had the street fight: Black versus Cole. Incredible, and then Chicago at five. But you really can't go wrong with any of those. That's NXT. Literally, that's yeah, what we're exactly. That's what we're getting every week. Hey, homie, what'd you have? I had uh, War Games. Not a big NXT guy, but uh, I watched War Games. Obviously, it was really good. Alistair Black, Johnny Gargano was. What am I, I almost picked that for match of the year, but I didn't because I was. I didn't think that was my place, you know. I'm not a big NXT <laughs> guy, fair. so I, I kept it to you as guys. As you, you can appreciate it. I, th- I thought it was probably about. the best match I've seen from the men. And now, you know, we go from talking about all these great shows. We got to dive down, talking the worst show of the year. I'll start it off. I had my bottom three. Number one, Crown Jewel. Yeah. Yep. Everybody? Yeah. No, my number one was Backlash, but Crown Jewel was a close second. I was Monday Night Raw, but yeah. Well, that, that, that <laughs> works. But, um, yeah, I had Backlash at two, Crown Jewel at one, just everything that went into Crown Jewel. Forget all of the politics outside the ring and the controversy. They finally get there. Daniel Bryan and John Cena don't make the trip, and then they just put on a bad show. It was awful. Yeah, the, there's no bueno. The DX and Brothers of Destruction tag team match. That was so bad. Awful. The awful ending of the World Cup. Braun versus Brock. <laughs> Braun got jobbed out. I don't know how awful the ending of the World Cup was, though, because we saw in SmackDown. It looks, That's the other thing I wanted to talk it, about. Which I, which I do like. I do like this. They're having The Miz and uh, Shane McMahon forming a tag team, the greatest tag team in the world. I'm a big fan. I'm a huge fan of this. Shane, one th- Shane one finally third gave plus in. Plus two thirds equals greatest tag team in the world. I'm a big fan. That's Love for it. sure. Yeah, the Miz has been trying to get him yeah. for weeks, and Shane finally said, like, "All right, let's give us a shot." Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have Crown Jewel and Superstar in the Super Showdown. Didn't like Super either. Showdown. Too? I didn't think Super Showdown. I, liked, was that I thought bad. Super Showdown was pretty good. <sighs> I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of it. I mean, just waking two. up early is a pain. Yeah, that. Yeah, I watched it the day after. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I said Monday Night Raw as a whole, but in particular, the week before, Seth called out Baron Corbin when it was just one. Yeah. It was one hour of the three hours was Baron Corbin. He was on the screen for one of the three hours, which is just how Terrible. do you how is that okay? Insane. It was obviously all the Lucha House Party stuff and uh, and yeah. now so I like I said I had Crown Jewel one, I had Backlash two, I had a third. I wasn't gonna give it that top spot because it didn't. It wasn't that bad. I think just the idea. And all of the hype surrounding it. I have WrestleMania 34. Dang. As my third worst show wow. of the year. That's aggressive. You had That's a hot take. You had some good matches. But, you know, Roman versus Brock ending ridiculously. You had a <laughs> lot. Like, it was a good show. But the hype behind it, we were all saying, not just us, you know, the, in, the wrestling world was saying, this is going to be the greatest WrestleMania of all time. And it felt really flat. Super flat. <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't put it in the worst of the year, but, I mean, that's a hot take. But, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I didn't think it was flat, know. though. Obviously, the Brock, yeah. the Brock Roman thing was really bad. That's, yeah, yeah. But no, see, Asuka I, Charlotte was great. AJ Shinsuke was good. It wasn't great. It was, it was slow. Seth, no, Seth, Miz, and Balor was the match that of was the night. The that was, match. That was yeah. an incredible match. A ladder match? I don't think that yeah. was the bad match of the night. No, that wasn't a ladder match. That was just the triple threat. Oh, just for the IC. Yeah, belt, the yeah. ladder match was at uh, Crown Jewel, no? At, at No, the first one, at Greatest Royal Rumble. Greatest Royal Rumble, yeah. The ladder match they yeah. had at Samoa Joe was a fatal four-way. I just, like, it left a bad taste in my mouth. I think, it, yeah, it was hyped up all this much, and it didn't turn out what we wanted it to be. But I think on, I, I don't think it was I think it was in the middle. I don't think it was the worst. I don't think yeah, it was the worst. Yeah, I don't think style. it was the worst. So now, you know, we'll do one more before we go to break. Feel-good moment of the year. For me, there's no other answer than Daniel Bryan getting cleared, returning. 
at WrestleMania. Yeah, I had that as that two. That was my number one. I had that as two. Yeah, as two. What'd you have as one? I had Nicholas winning the tag belt. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. If you really think about it. As look. we just stopped talking about, yeah, WrestleMania fell flat. You got Nicholas winning the tag belt. If belts. you really think. If I re- remember that was Matt's least favorite thing about <laughs> WrestleMania. No, he, he didn't even care about Brock Lesnar no, and Roman. He, his, uh, worst favorite, his worst part was Nicholas winning the tag Because my favorite part of wrestling is the surprise. You get this. Oh, your mystery opponent. Mystery they really hyped that up. I can't it wait. Did. We were saying, oh, is it going to be Batista, Bobby Lashley, Rob Mysterio? Van Dam? Like, we got Nicholas, a ten-year-old. No, but if you re- <laughs> re- if you really think, I understand because I th- I, I, sh- I, hate, I did not like that one bit. But if you really think about it, in the in the category of feel good, you have an eleven-year-old go out there <laughs> on the main stage of WrestleMania, the biggest stage in the arena, this in is... the place at New Orleans, and he goes out and wins a tag belt. You're, dig- all of, you're digging yourself a deeper, all, and deeper if hole. If you really really think about it, in a feel good category, all three of my other picks beat that by a landslide. <laughs> right, you, I'll you, tell you right now, number two was. The hurricane returning and entering the Royal <laughs> Rumble. Good moment. That's a great moment. I <laughs> love the hurricane. Good. That was good. Number three was Rey Mysterio's return. Okay. And number four was Nakamura winning the Royal Rumble. All of them better than Nicholas winning the tag titles on WrestleMania. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys hated mine because of uh, what followed after that. But my favorite feel good moment was when the Shield returned to save returned. to save Roman when Braun, when Braun was cashing in. I went nuts when the music hit and you see Dean and Seth walking down. Obviously, it turned. Uh, Braun heel and it kind of it, me- was weird. it kind of like messed everything up war, but didn't make any the sense. actual like moment itself was really for cool sure. for me can I change mine then no you can't <laughs> well can <laughs> I say my second no, one no bec- yeah okay alright it's the women it's the women's revolution as a whole you, know, you get you get the alright Stephanie Ro- I didn't know Stephanie was there in the, in the room <laughs> you get with the women's royal rumble at the beginning of the year then in uh what was it November October I don't remember October you get the their own, the first ever History, all dude. women's uh uh, uh, pay per view, and then last week we just yeah, the we just threat TLC. Yeah, we had that right. history. That and now in 2019 history. coming, we have tag belts. My second one, so I had Daniel Bryan number one. My second one kind of stems off that a little bit. I had Becky Lynch becoming the man. I think that whole you know we talked about it earlier. We don't need to get into it again, but Becky Lynch stepping up and becoming that star. Yeah, you got you. You have to feel good about that. And so anyway, before we get to break, I just want to. Remind everybody listening that Clem will be remembered. The, you know, Carmella and Nicholas were his takeaways <laughs> for 2018. So anyway, we're going to step aside for one final break. When we come back, we'll finish it up. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on mywcwp.org. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWP Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein, Andrew Servideo, Mark Sanger, and Chris Klimazuski here with you on mywcwp.org. We're finishing up 2018. It's all just about in the rear view. we got to start talking about 2019 soon, but first off, we got to finish it up. 2018, the best talker. This one was tough for me. I think my number one has been the same for the past seven years. Yeah. The Miz? And it's The Miz. Yeah, it's yeah. The Miz. Yeah, Mine it's was The Miz. Miz. Clean sweep for The Miz, everyone. That's me. Yep. Yeah, That's me, too. My number two is Samoa Joe. I had Joe, Samo- really? I had Samoa Joe. Three. At, I had Samoa Joe at number three as well. The promos he cut in that feud with AJ Styles, you know, reading the bedtime stories, the promos he cut during their SummerSlam match. But even the promos with Jeff Hardy recently, too. Those two. Was, Samoa Joe's great. Any uh, Seth Rollins love? Nah. Not nah. on the mic. My number two 
was Daniel Bryan. The new, excuse yeah. me. The new Daniel Bryan. The new Daniel yeah, Bryan. Yeah. See, I was thinking the new Daniel Bryan to put on the list, was. but it was just like a, the last month, so I can't really say for the year. Of the year, right. My, so I wouldn't have put him as number one The rest show of, some love. The rest sure. of my list was Samoa Joe, not in this order. I had Kevin Owens. He's always great oh, on the yeah. mic. Yeah. Uh, he was out for majority. He's out for the... Yeah, exactly. So I, I didn't yeah, really know where to put him, so I just threw him in there. Elias. Anyway, um, Elias, too. Oh, yeah. Not on my list, but he's great. Elias. I had Becky Lynch for the last like couple months, and Alexa Bliss, too. Alexa's really That's a good, good one. Alexa yeah. Bliss That's is a fair. solid one. So, anybody, Mark, anybody else you have uh, to show some love to? No, nah, I just had The Miz, I had Seth, and I had Elias. Yeah. All right. All right. I forgot about Elias. Elias is a good one. Yeah, you don't really think it because he's singing. But yeah. def- I, I'd agree. you got to walk with him sometimes. That's for sure. Always. Walk with him. Now, moving on. My favorite. This is always my favorite category, match of the year. I told you guys before we went on the air, I have three. Two of them are NXT, and I really, really didn't want to only have NXT matches. So my number three from February, a Monday Night Raw in February, the gauntlet match where Seth Rollins went what about an hour, hour ten. Power, power move. I had the gauntlet match at number three. That was solid. Okay. That's a good pick. That was, right. that was a really right. fun match. I'll, I'll take that. I'll just go. Number two, again, a little bias. I was in the crowd. The Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roger Strong versus Trent Seven and Tyler Bate, Mustache Mountain at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. At number two, I thought it was the match of the night. The whole crowd was on their feet. Went about 20 minutes to start the show. Absolutely incredible. But number one, NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. It was the end of January. I said, this is match of the year, and everybody else is fighting for second. Johnny Gargano, Andrade Cien Amas, NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. Yeah, I like all of those. Easy. I, easy. Uh, so I only wrote down one, and this is because... It was the most fun I've had watching a match in a long time. And I had friends watching it with me who don't watch wrestling in, in general, and they love this match. And it was NXT TakeOver New Orleans North American Championship ladder match oh, yep. with mm-hmm. Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet versus EC3 versus Killian Dane versus Lars Sullivan and versus Adam Cole, the winner. Of the North American Championship, that match was out of this world. That was that was phenomenal. One of my, I think, one of my favorite matches of all time. That, that was that was unbelievable. Look, you, no you, words. You take six of the top NXT stars, you put them on a takeover, you give them a couple ladders, they're gonna produce. That was incre- absolutely and two incredible. of them. This was their first match in NXT. EC3 and Ricochet both making their debut that night. Loved it, top to bottom. Amazing. Match. See, okay, now I also had. The ladder match on my list. I brought I brought down five, so ladder match was my fifth. Did you have Carmella <laughs> right, and our truth right, versus Alicia no. Fox and Jinder Mahal? <laughs> no. So he's right. looking to rub the salt at, in the moon right there. <laughs> at four, at four, I had thing. Johnny Gogano, Tommaso Ciampa, New Orleans. Okay. Three, Johnny Gogano, Tommaso Ciampa, Chicago. All right. <laughs> Number two, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Evolution. Last man standing. I was okay. there in the crowd. Okay. Might be a little okay. biased because I was in, I was in the crowd for that one, and that was just a phenomenal up and down match. And my number one match of the year, Mania thirty four, Charlotte versus Oscar. I was getting really nervous when you said I, Mania. I know. Mania I still th- I still think. Well, watch that match up and down. I thought that was the best match on that card, and I thought that was the best I'd match agree. since that since then. I thought it was just a phenomenal way. Charlotte, I mean, yeah, Charlotte ended up did beating Oscar, ending her streak, but overall, it's just such a good match. I still can't get over how good it was. If we remember correctly, 
uh, back in the days of good old Alex Demiris here on the show, I predicted Charlotte was going to win with the figure eight. You told me that. I, I, was I said, right. I said you're crazy. Yeah. Said, there's no way. I, I am crazy, that's for sure, but I, I was said, right. I said Oscar's going to win, and you were right. And you had your one match. You said it was the last woman standing, Mark. Yeah, I had uh, Becky versus Charlotte. They were my feud of the year. I thought their last woman standing match at Evolution should have been the last match. That was a disgrace that they gave it to Nikki and Ronda. But I, 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 I thought that was the best match of the year for me. All right, two more, two more uh, awards to give out. We have Female Superstar of the Year and Male Superstar of the Year. We'll go female first. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. I didn't have Becky Lynch. Oh, we know. <laughs> we know who you have. <laughs> I have Oscar. Oh wow! Really? Not How? That. How not? I mean, look at Becky. I mean, no. I love Becky. I love Becky so much, but she really didn't do anything until the last couple months. Dude, but in between Oscar winning the Rumble and just now winning the title, she did nothing she for did like nothing. ten months. She did nothing. No, but she always put on great matches, like winning the Rumble, the WrestleMania Wait, thirty four so- match. Little of that, and now she at the end of the year she close she's closing it out as the champion. It's come full circle. I don't even have Oscar in my top three, Clem. I, I didn't even I, I didn't even have Becky in my top three. Well, that's wow. ridiculous. That's like I, impossible. I had. Well, you had Carmella at two, right? You just don't like Becky. <laughs> I love Becky. I had Alexa at two. Okay, that's that's reasonable. And then Ronda at three. I mean, she's still undefeated. I had Ronda I mean, at two. I, one through three, I had Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's Ronda and I mean Becky and Charlotte didn't even crack my top three. <laughs> And now we go to male superstar of the year. This one was tough. Tough. I feel like this was easy. I had Seth Rollins. It was easy for it me. It was my two. I had Interesting. AJ. Interesting. I had AJ. AJ Styles for Clem. Seth Rollins for Mark. Johnny Gargano was my number one. Johnny Gargano was the 2018 wrestler That's right, of Matt. the year. That's right. And Tell it, him. It, Lay it down. Johnny Gargano at number one is easy. 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 Over Seth Rollins. Gargano Gargano had the year of his life, bro. By losing every match? Every match that he was in was basically five stars. One through three. But he lost all those matches. It doesn't matter if you win or lose in the WWE, Clem. One through three, I had Johnny Gargano, Seth Rollins, and AJ Styles. I had AJ too. Seth Rollins was a lot closer to one than AJ Styles was to two. I think the race between Gargano and Rollins for Superstar of the Year was very, very close. But you got edge, Gargano has the edge. His matches with Ciampa, he uh, he wrestled Almas, Almas in at Philly. His match with Aleister Black, he delivers every time he steps through the ring. He's the face of NXT. Johnny Gargano put that brand on his back alongside Tommaso Ciampa this year. Johnny Wrestling, there you 2018. Go. Superstar of the year, hands down. There you go. It right. was easy. That's for me. that's what does I have Matt talk for me on this one because he's Gargano fan number one. It was easy. I love Seth Rollins. I thought he had a phenomenal year. But I yeah, think, no, uh, I, as far I, as I the main roster is concerned, yeah. without a doubt, Seth Rollins. Takes I think if the, the if the Universal title was on Raw, it could have been a much different story. But I, I think you have a good argument. So now we get to go into 2019. What we think we're gonna see. Breakout star of 2019. I have to go first. I I would be surprised if you guys didn't see where I was going. My breakout star for 2019, EC3. I have that on my list, The too. minute he gets onto the main roster, it's going to be absolute money, and I can't wait to see it. I have him as two. Okay. Number one, I have Andrade Sinalmas. I think he breaks it out this year. He, I think you see a good push from him on the SmackDown. You'll see, I mean, and if those the reports, like you said, Mark, are true, that if AJ does step back a bit, we don't know, really know what the Miz is doing. I think Daniel Bryan and Andrade Sinamas can put on some great matches in 2019. Definitely. 
So all three of my picks for this one are from NXT. Number fair, one, fair. Matt Riddle. Mm. Number two, oh. recently signed Walter. Okay, well he, that's more of an NXT UK pick, but okay. But I got to spread the brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? for sure, for sure. Number three, Velveteen Dream. Easily. I think Velveteen Dream is broke broke out in 2017, broke out in 2018, and I agree. He's and he's going to break out again. Out again. He's, He's still what twenty three years old? Yes, twenty four. Super young. Incredible. One of the greatest wrestlers in the in the company right now. I have Drew McIntyre. I don't think he really broke out yet. You could say he did. Okay. I think it's debatable. I think he's gonna have a huge Fair. nineteen. I have so I gave you EC three as my number one. My number two, as a full on singles wrestler, Adam Cole. I think that's smart. He's gonna be absolutely electric. I think he's a future world champ. And my number three is an interesting pick: the cruiserweight division. I think that, you know, what we've seen with Mustafa Ali, Leo Rush, and Drake Maverick on the main roster doing their stuff on Raw, the more shine on the Cruiserweight division, whether it's 205 Live or not, I think it's going to be a really, really big year for, for 205 and under. No one said Finn. He was my three. All right. He was my third. I say Finn every year. And they never do, is he? I'm so disappointed happen. every year. So I just, I give up on it. I had one But I person, love Finn. Yeah. I will never stop loving Finn. But, so, yeah. like, until something happens... Whatever. So now, we'll move it on to the bust of the year, who we think really isn't going to be able to do, you know, how not excel to those expectations. And now the re- it absolutely pains me to do this. The reason I give you Adam Cole as a breakout star is because I think the Undisputed Era as a group on the main roster will be the bust of 2019. Oh. I'll don't throw, I'll throw, I'll throw up everywhere that. if that's the case. If that, oh my god, Matt, I'll, don't I'll jinx quit. it, bro. I, I'll I quit. Do, I do not think like that this. those four guys on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown Live will be able to deliver the way they have been in NXT. We've seen it time and time again with the faces of NXT: Sami Zayn, Adrian Neville, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, <laughs> Samoa yeah. Joe, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Roode. I don't care who it is. You could even throw Hideo with Tommy in there. It rarely works. And this group. I, do, I really don't think, I'll start crying I think now. on the main roster they're going to be able to deliver. Here's where I think you're wrong. I think once they come up, the faction wars are going to begin. Hmm. I think the Bullet Club's going to return and make it like a like a formation between AJ, Finn, and Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. I think uh, New Day's going to be in that circle. That. I think uh, Sheamus and Cesaro are probably going to pick up a third guy if they don't break up by the end of the next year or whatever, however, however long they're still together. Um, I definitely prefer that. I'm there's not a saying lot this of is what I want. Yeah, this is what I think. There's a lot of potential for things to happen when it comes to factions, especially with the Undisputed Era. What do you guys got for the bust of the year? I got two. My number one's going to be Nikki Cross. Unfortunately, okay. Nikki Cross. I love Nikki so much, but if she goes to SmackDown, she might get lost behind all those main great superstars. And who do you got behind her? Shinsuke. I have Shinsuke getting... He was already a bust issue. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, exactly. Favorite. That's what I'm saying. So in 2019, okay. fall, he'll fall further. Yeah. I have a Mustafa Ali. I, oh, I wow. know, I know, I know. I think yeah. right now he's getting booked that's really mean. strongly. We'll see what happens. How you feel, I think, like, I I think two, three months he might just be like a mid-carder. <sighs> I think it's definitely possible. I really hope not. That's what I think. Uh, my bust is Lars Sullivan. Well, I could definitely see that. He's, he's Braun Strowman or he's Snitsky, he's, and there's no in-between. Literally, no in between. <laughs> <laughs> literally the same person. That's funny. So now we'll move it on. A few to go. Royal Rumble winner. You know, rapid fire. One, two, three. I got Drew McIntyre. Seth Rollins. AJ. Finn. <clears throat> Finn was uh, my number two. Four we'll different picks. You, and it's that time of year we're going to be able to get into the, all that Royal Rumble, all that good stuff. Yeah, I, I got Drew McIntyre, and I got him beating Brock Lesnar for the Universal title at Mania. Now, I don't that, hate it. <clears throat> that being said, 
who's main eventing WrestleMania? What match is going on last? Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. WWE Universal Ch- Championship, Fatal 4-Way, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Wait, you have four guys that aren't Seth Rollins in that match? Nope. You hate me. I think no. That's interesting. I think Seth Rollins and Dean are going to continue their feud. Okay, not until fair. not until Mania, but I mean, I think they're going to keep that's continue fair. their thing. Wow. So. All right, Andrew, what do you got? I got Ronda versus Becky. Ooh. I have that's hot. Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte. Okay. Triple threat right. or Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. No, see, I like that. I like that. One of the two. Now, feuds, matches, most looking forward to in 2019. I have two. Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles, and Daniel Bryan versus Finn Balor. Get those guys in the ring together. Wow. Yeah, you just touched upon it. I, my, the feud I'm looking forward to is the Becky Charlotte Ronda feud. That's going to be insane whenever the mat that match happens. Yeah, I'm most looking forward to Becky and Ronda. <laughs> this was kind of a joke, but it's like super serious. Is it Carmella versus <laughs> Nicholas? Close. <laughs> it's actually uh, whoever defeats Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Le- Lesnar and dropping title. That's fair. Like um, that. <laughs> this one is interesting, as we have two more. This one, WWE signees. Who do you think from outside the WWE is going to sign into the company in 2019? Matt, I really want to hear yours first. You want to hear mine? I have three. Technically, I, I have. I want to hear all of, all of them. I have Zack Sabre Jr. I think he's going to make. I don't the know jump. if he will. I don't know if he will. Pentagon Jr. I think he might. And my third one is a huge, huge reach. I think it'll happen, but I really don't think it'll happen in 2019. I have Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, and the Young Bucks. Not Not anytime soon, but it'll happen. No, see, I didn't have Cody Rhodes or the Young Bucks, but I did have Kenny Omega on my list. I had five. I had Kenny Omega, James Storm, Austin Aries, possibly making a return. Never. Never. I know. Then then we mentioned, you know, those are all indie circuit guys. I have two people possibly returning back to WWE getting signed. I have Batista. Okay. okay. We, we saw it on the, like two, the 200th episode or whatever it was for SmackDown. The 1,000th episode. The 1,000th thousand, <laughs> episode of SmackDown. And, you know, since the women's division is so popular, Caitlyn possibly coming back. She was in the second May on class. I think that's definitely a possibility. possibility. How about you, Mark? I think at some point, Triple H and Vince are going to sit down with Cody and tell him, we're going to give you all this money. We're going to give you all this creative control. They, they offered, they offered them money. the four of them I, a lot of I money. I saw possibly. that. A lot of money. Yeah. I think at some point, and they all denied it. I think at some point, Cody breaks, comes back. He's like a main eventer on oh, WWE. I, I hope possible. so. See, what do you I, got, I, Andrew? So I have, uh, from Japan, Marty Skrull. Okay. Mm. And I have from the Indies Shane Strickland. I don't know if you guys know who Shane Strickland is. A little is. bit. He so uh, he was recently featured in I don't know if you guys know Flatbush Zombies, their rap group. He was oh, in their music like video. That. He was in their music video for New World Order, their song. And uh, I I went I just from watching that music video, I went back and I watched like some of his matches that he's had and like he's a good wrestler. He fought against uh, Zack Sabre Jr. a couple times. Um, Walter Matt Riddle. He has a sick match with Matt Riddle, if you guys want to go back and watch that. Uh, yeah, he just looks really good. So, yeah, that's my, my other uh, signee. And now our very last topic. we got to do it very quick. 2019, where is John Cena? It pains me to say it. He's going to have himself a one-off match towards the middle of the card at WrestleMania. He'll have five or fewer televised matches, and he will not The be, whole year? The whole year. And he will not be breaking Ric Flair's world title record. 
So he needs one more world title to get to 17 to break the record, and he needs the IC title to get to the Grand Slam. So I think he at least gets the IC title. That's what I had on my list. I had the IC title, and I did have a possible 17-time champ breaks it. Him possibly versus AJ at, at Mania might be a great, or even him versus Daniel at WrestleMania. I also have John Cena heel turn. Yeah, it's never going <laughs> to happen. It's not going to happen. Especially but we, we didn't think that about Daniel Bryan, and never look what happened. I did. I did. I did. Get out of here. That's because you're very smart. I'm a, I'm, I'm very smart, very handsome. It's true. <laughs> All I have definitely is AJ. I mean, AJ. Uh, John Cena versus Dana Bryan. That's my number one that I want to see. Just in sometime? Sometime. As long as it I happens, I'm okay. I, I hope, I definitely hope we get that. I wouldn't be, I know, Mark, you've been saying it. I wouldn't be too upset if we got that at WrestleMania for the WWE Me Championship. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I don't think so. I think 2019 is going to be a quiet year in professional wrestling for John Cena. We'll see what happens. I feel like 19 could be like the last potential year that he's that he's big. You know what I mean? Yeah. As he's getting older now, he's doing a lot more movies and stuff. I feel like now is the time that he should come back for like one more real run. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree. I'd love to see him back. It, you real you realize how much they like we mentioned it earlier with Roman Reigns. You don't realize till he's gone how much John Cena does for that company when he's on television. Yep. That's absolutely for sure. So 2018, it's in the rear view. 2019 is just about to get underway. I'm excited for it. We'll have plenty more professional wrestling to talk, but until then, we're going to wish you a happy new year here on the Phenomenal Forum here on mywcwp.org.